0: A lot of us in today's society have been on social media for over a decade, but did you know that you can sell your in-laws cremains on a Facebook group? Welcome to Plot (laughs) Twist. facebook my name is janelle and i broke my sister's arm on two separate occasions this is plot twist a grave affair we'll be talking about everything that happens at the funeral home and beyond
1: today we're going to talk about another body sales shenanigan (laughs) as we have in the past but this one goes a little bit deeper and in a little bit of a different direction uh, and because of that different direction, we did our own live investigating. And we're very excited to share a few our findings uh, towards the end of this episode. So let's get into it. Arkansas woman accused of selling body parts on Facebook to a man living in Pennsylvania. This is the article that Janelle sent me. And we were like, we have we have to do this one. So here we are. The investigation of this particular Arkansas woman started when a caller in Pennsylvania reported that a man by the name of Jeremy Polly had a bucket of human skins and organs in his basement. With such a concerning call, the local police went over to Jeremy's with a search warrant and found exactly what was reported. <laughs> oh my gosh. So through the course of the investigation, they found half a human head, one whole human head minus the skull cap. Would love to know what happened to it.
0: Probably sold it.
1: Probably sold it off. Yeah, you're right. Bits and pieces. Uh, they also found a human heart, a human liver, human lungs, two human kidneys, a human female pelvis, pieces of human torso, including a nipple. Just so a nipple skin stuff yeah just just a nipple Uh. and human hands whether these hands had skin on them I'm not sure a lot of this seems like it was like with the skin
0: yeah that's I mean the fact that there are whole organs I would not be surprised if it was skin at all
1: so after questioning Jeremy they found out that he had bought these parts through the messaging app on Facebook He purchased them from a woman named Candace Scott, the Arkansas woman we were talking about. The sales added up to a total of $4,000 after he had purchased the items. He then went on with the purpose of reselling them on Facebook. So here's one of the messages that Candace sent over to Jeremy through the messaging app. Just out of curiosity, would you know anyone in the market for a fully intact and embalmed brain?
0: That feels like a bold message to send somebody.
1: These people on these oddities Facebook type groups are very bold.
0: They are, but I have only seen one sample of a brain on any of the oddity groups that I was in, and it was just a cross section, like a sliver. I do feel like a whole brain is a little bold, but I also can't say that I'm surprised. I don't think anybody would
1: out her because there are people who are interested in these items right the indictment alleges candace scott collected ten thousand nine hundred and seventy five dollars in 16 separate paypal transfers
0: i think it's important we talk about this jeremy paulie character a little bit he is an interesting guy we were talking about him and it was just funny because Morgan was like I try not to judge a book by its cover but I fully was like <laughs> this oh, man yeah. his whole half of his head and his like eyeball are tattooed and his teeth are like steel which there are pr- probably plenty of nice people that look like that. But
1: the the thing that really ticked me off to maybe this guy is kind of weird was the actual inner eyeball tattoo.
0: Yes. Oh yeah I should like, The the sclera was tattooed. Yeah. That is, like, if you sit through that and that is a choice that you make, you're a different type of person. Yeah. Not always bad, but I'm sure not um, just a certain type. I'll say that.
1: Kind of keep us on our toes.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Jeremy Pauly had been charged in the past for a similar abuse, abuse of a corpse. At the time when he was conversing with Candace Scott, he was actually on had been released on bail for similar charges of buying and selling human remains illegally. He's always been dabbling in the macabre. He used to be the curator of the Memento Mori Museum. I tried to look more into this but website has been wiped. You can't find it on Google Maps or anything. So that's all kind of been since his uh, was
1: it since his First arrest,
0: since his second. So it's since second, yeah, okay. since his second arrest, that in this case we're talking about, it's all been kind of wiped. He also had a Facebook page uh, that he was the curator of an event called the Grand Wundercomer, and it was basically a show. It's an oddity show that you could purchase tickets to. And apparently, this was the page that he was using to market his body parts as well and sell them to people on Facebook. The last post on this page is from September of 2022, saying that their venue canceled unexpectedly, and they would be creating a new Facebook page. But they never Hmm. created a new Facebook page.
1: Unless we just don't know about it. It's under a different name. It
0: could be. Do you know when he was arrested?
1: I believe it was. I believe it was in April.
0: Yeah. So he was arrested on August eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. Okay, I got it wrong by a couple months. Yeah. So I have a feeling that it maybe is not so much a venue thing, but a Jeremy Pauly thing that he's he literally sh- got arrested. Yeah. So I have a feeling that that is really the real issue of why the site was t- like this Facebook page was stopped being used and the event was canceled. He also. And I found this information on the Grand Wundercomer page and his Jeremy Pauly page. Both of these are still up. But he dabbled in bookbinding with human skin. And what did you say, Morgan? Was it painting with blood? Painting with blood. He's um, a blood artist. Hmm. But those come from willing participants
1: who are offering that to him. So really, there's really nothing illegal about that.
0: It's, it's just, just it's unusual. Just different. It's something about, for me, the book binding in the human skin that just gives me the ick. On the one hand,
1: it is absolutely icky. But on the other hand, it it fascinates me. This is like an ancient art. Like this used to happen in ancient times. I don't know, I know it's a thing. That was more common way before our time.
0: True, true.
1: It's fascinating, but I just don't know where he's getting all of this material. Some were obviously from Candace. Right.
0: But he did this prior to Candace, too, because this was on his website. So it's probably very similar means. Like, I don't think that this guy was getting skin (laughs) from consenting.
1: Yeah, probably not. Although there was that one story, and we can get into it later, where I did see on Facebook Marketplace there was a willing participant to give up skin from, I don't know what was happening with their arm. Their leg
0: was amputated, and they wanted the foot to be articulated so that they could keep the foot and have all the joints together. So instead of having them pay, the artist who made the wallet of human skin was like, can I just keep the skin? I'm going to send you the bones back. You don't have to pay me. And they're like, that's fine. So that is a willing participant whose skin was used like leather. So I feel like
1: that one's kind of up for debate.
0: But I don't feel good about it considering the actions that happened after this. No. He is also, was, also the head of the Poly Institute of Preservation. And he focused on preserving educational specimens. But for our purposes here, his big things were his oddities show where he used the Facebook page to sell human remains, his business of preserving uh, educational medical specimens, and his Memento Mori Museum, where he used a lot of the specimens.
1: This is a very interesting guy. I would love for somebody to do an even deeper dive and like write a whole autobiography. I would read it honest man
0: like how do you get to this place yeah
1: like how how do you get to this place where did your interest come from how did you even find the knowledge for all these different preservations of like weird sick twisted things while it's legal to sell bones in almost all 50 states the arrest was made due to illegal activity surrounding the sale and the way the items were acquired After a deep investigation, it wasn't long before they found that Scott was stealing remains from her employer, a mortuary owned by the University of Arkansas. The university used the mortuary to dispose of remains used for educational purposes when they were done with them. Scott's role at the mortuary was to transport the remains as well as cremation and embalming court documents stated she did not hold an active mortician's license and was not licensed to harvest organs tissue or bones or dismember a corpse for any purpose including personal financial gain oh yikes 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 on bikes yeah (laughs) yikes on bikes Jeremy has been charged with abuse of a corpse, receiving stolen property, and dealing with
0: proceeds of unlawful activities. I feel like this is why buying body parts, human remains on Facebook is such a problem is because you don't know how they're obtained by the person who is selling them. And then you just purchased like hot, hot human remains. And you don't know because they don't...
1: Warm off the body. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of where we go from here. So Candace Scott was arrested without bond on Friday, April 28th.
0: And Jeremy Pauly was arrested on August 18th.
1: Candace Scott pled not guilty to 12 counts and not guilty. Come on. Right. Come on, girl. Yeah, I'm like, that's so funny to me. (laughs) So she pled not not guilty to 12 counts, including conspiracy to commit mail fraud, mail fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property, and interstate transportation of stolen property.
0: (laughs) That was a lot. That's a lot.
1: She's fucked. She is, and the court has asked that she have a mental evaluation done.
0: I mean, I don't know. People just want to make money. I don't find that hard. I, I hate to say it, but I don't find it that hard to believe that someone would yeah, use what they I have.
1: Don't, I mean, I don't know her, but...
0: They may have some way of some reason that they're suspicious with her behavior, but...
1: I mean, all the behavior is suspicious.
0: It is, but maybe not necessarily for mental illness. I feel like a lot of people... I shouldn't say a lot of people would do this, but I think some people would do it just because they know they could make $10,000 off of it. Yeah,
1: when money's involved, Mm -hmm. I'm sure she doesn't get paid very much at the mortuary.
0: Especially being unlicensed.
1: But that doesn't mean that you should do this instead. Maybe just get a second job.
0: Yeah, okay, sorry. I want to clarify that. (laughs) I am not saying this is a good idea. I'm not endorsing her behavior.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she can throw all the explanations she wants at it, but...
0: And we'll keep you posted on this case.
1: I'd like to know how, I,
0: how it concludes. Right, we need to know how it plays out. But yeah, it's it's fairly recent because it hasn't even been a full year. It's been like six months since they've been arrested. Mm-hmm. And, well, I guess more, eight months. But court takes a long time, so it might be a while till we get some updates, but we'll be... We'll be letting you know.
1: Not only does this kind of Facebook social media sales of body parts happen here in the U.S., but selling these macabre items on Facebook is is something happening all over the world. I found a source from Israeli. Israeli? (laughs) I was thinking like the Israeli news or whatever, but that's not what I wrote here.
0: From Israeli.
1: (laughs) I found a source from Israel talking about an investigation as mummified historical remains are being seen in these Facebook groups of particular interest being those of children. What? Citing a listing for a mummified child for 11,000 euros, so about $12,400 here.
0: Shut up.
1: The seller claimed the child was around six years old at the time of death in about the 1700s.
0: I cannot imagine making a $12,000 purchase over Facebook. It's probably like a PayPal or a wire transfer or some sketchy shit. Some
1: rich, richy, rich person who wants to have like, and it's in Israel, but it'd be like the Egyptian room. Right. In their home. I don't know. That's just what I imagine. That's,
0: yeah. I mean, someone who has that much money to throw away. I'm sure that's what it is.
1: Yeah. Would I go into that room to see it? Absolutely.
0: I would do it. I would judgmentally go into but that I room for would, educational purposes.
1: But I would go in not realizing that this is how everything was acquired, because you don't think about that.
0: Yeah, that's a great point that has is all over this discussion today, is you don't know where this stuff comes from. Even
1: think about the things we see in our museums. Right. We don't know if everything, and I'm sure not everything is ethically acquired. point of our investigation was to find out where everybody's acquiring these human remains. Where are they getting them from? What are their sources? So we started to message different people from about three different of these oddity Facebook marketplace groups. Janelle got the most feedback. I got ghosted by lots of people.
0: I got really lucky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you got really, really lucky.
0: Some people did mention in their posts where they got these remains from or like what type of remains they were. I would say it's probably like 10% of posts or less. A lot of the things that they would mention, it's mainly two things. One is vintage skulls or their medical samples. Another really significant thing that I noticed, that we noticed when we were looking through these posts and wanting to know more about where these skulls came from or these bones came from, is that a lot of times when people asked for more information the seller would ignore them so they just wouldn't respond there was one post that had three times people had asked where they came from and the seller didn't respond which kind of made me feel a little sketched out because it's like why are you not
1: why are you not responding
0: although I can understand under
1: um under a post Mm mm-hmm Maybe not wanting to put it under their post in the marketplace, but they could have responded with DM me for more information.
0: Right. And that's why I... Because maybe
1: that could have gotten flagged.
0: Right. Yeah. And that makes sense. So we ended up messaging these people privately. And I had a lot of luck in my experience with messaging people is that they were way more open with the information that they did have. Once I've messaged them privately, which I think makes sense. I don't know if I would want to post it on the page either. I'm not sure what the laws are in other countries regarding the sale of human remains because they are different in every country. But as we've discussed in previous episodes about body sales, here in the US, it is perfectly legal to sell hard remains such as bones in the majority of states. There are three states that you can't purchase human remains. It is Louisiana, Georgia, and Tennessee. Because it's on every single Facebook post in these groups. They're like, will not sell to the no-no states or will not sell to the do-not-sell states, and they'll list the three. With these Facebook groups, they want to ensure that the people buying and selling on the group are responsible for knowing the laws in their country. So their their thing is, you know, we're not going to sit here and... You ask, oh, is it legal to sell from here? Is it legal to sell from here? It's on the responsibility of the person who's purchasing or selling, which is kind of scary, but at the same time, it makes sense. But legally, I feel like it can fall back on them. It's just putting
1: a lot of trust in
0: people. Exactly. That is the hugest thing. Through our research, many of these Facebook groups, we have seen a few soft tissue items come up for sale, like a skin-bound book or a sample of a human brain, and a lot of a lot of human bones. There's a lot of different stuff on these groups. It's not just human remains. There's animal remains, taxidermy. um, Some really, really bad taxidermy. And some really, really awesome taxidermy. Yeah. So it goes both ways. Right. There's jewelry, there's religious items, mourning jewelry. Artwork.
1: I've seen artwork.
0: Yeah. All kinds of stuff. So if it's like spooky, macabre, it's on these sites. So... I will not be getting off these groups. Oh,
1: no. I like I stay up at night lying in bed Mm -hmm. scrolling through all of these groups.
0: I know. Some of the businesses or some of the groups just depends on the group. There might be individual businesses who come on and do these things or maybe the group itself. But they have auctions, and they'll go around and go through their stuff, and you can auction off items. So I am waiting for some morning jewelry to come up there
1: yeah, that would be amazing. I know.
0: I was watching one the other night cuz I really would love to see some morning jewelry, but no luck so far, but I'll be keeping an eye out. The moderators and admin like admins are usually really good about removing things that are like egregiously illegal or scammy people who aren't actually sending people the things that they order. They try to be as Law conscious as you can in any of these things, and you know they really don't have a lot of control, but they make sure everybody is aware. I think they do a really good job. I think they do too, because there's only so much control you can have, but they make sure when you join the group that everyone is accountable for knowing the laws in your own state and agreeing that you're not going to purchase anything illegal. You're going to be upfront with the seller, and that the seller is only going to sell to, like, make a legal transaction. And everybody seems to be pretty responsible on there. So-
1: I agree. 10 out of 10 for these Facebook groups.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan, honestly. It's, it's just interesting. But anyway, we'll get into the people that we messaged. Morgan, how many people did you message?
1: I messaged four. How many did you message?
0: I messaged three. Morgan was more ambitious.
1: <laughs> I messaged four. One was very last minute. And only one of them responded to me. And I've yet to look at it. it was that last minute person everybody else ghosted me and i followed up with all of them
0: did they leave you on red were you able to tell
1: i know for sure the one guy left
0: me on red the first guy you messaged Mm -hmm. okay and this is somebody we won't mention specifics but this person has had a lot of people in the comments asking for origins, where these skull these uh, specimens come from.
1: I mean, we can say the specimen that he has are typically just human bones. Yes. Oh, so yeah.
0: Skulls or bones. hmm He has said in some cases, like, occasionally, we'll say something about, like, if this is a medical skull or whatever, but for the most part, he doesn't disclose. And he has a lot. A lot. hmm He's one of the top, probably. hmm In... And
1: sells a lot. So you think he'd be a little bit more transparent, at least through a
0: personal message. Like, don't leave me on red." Right. That I thought was weird, too, because he's so... But maybe he just gets a lot of messages and doesn't respond. But I followed up
1: several days
0: later. That is the weird thing, I think.
1: I was just like, hey, just following up on this. Very curious to get some answers. Interested in your collection. Just would like to know the historical background for my own personal reasons I guess you know just sometimes I like to know I don't have a collection guys but if I did (laughs) if I if I was a collector I don't know like in a museum you want to know where things come from right I feel like it's a very fair question to ask yeah but left on red luckily Janelle you had a lot
0: more? Did everybody message you back? Everybody messaged me back, yeah, and everybody Fabulous. was really nice, actually. Um, we'll we'll read yours at the end after I talk okay. about my sources, but I'm really excited to read, see what I'm excited. I'm
1: I'm very excited to hear about some of these. I heard about one of them already.
0: Okay, so seller one, I'm gonna call Candy Skulls.
1: Candy Skulls, because they make.
0: What was your reason for Morgan?
1: Candy like jewelry, like it's candy for. Your body.
0: And it's a cute name. I I like that name. It was a good good one. The first person that I reached out to sells human and animal specimens on the group. They are a collector of specimens. They do sell a lot of the specimens that they either don't use or want to get rid of. And they use them in art. Like they use mostly skull pieces in jewelry and things like that, which is really cool. Not my vibe because I think that's kind of bad juju, but they do a really good job.
1: Ooh, I kind of like them.
0: They're cool. I told you they're cool. There's some other ones where they really use the suture part of the skull where the two bones fuse together. There's that Mm -hmm. like squiggly part. It's just so cool.
1: I think I'd be okay if somebody wanted to use my head and make it into jewelry. As long as it's going to nice people.
0: Right. It's better than a lot of the other options, but not everybody wants that. And it depends on where these skulls are from, which is what we're trying to figure out. So I messaged this person and it was about a specific skull that I thought was really cool and they just had posted it. So I asked them about what they knew of the origin of the skull, how old it was, things like that. They didn't really know a lot about it. And that is kind of a That is kind of a theme that I'm noticing is people are getting them. This person got it from another collector. And they said it had to be at least 100 years old. So it's pretty old. So this is probably a vintage specimen that somehow ended up, we don't know really where it came from. Maybe an old medical specimen, like from the really old days. I feel like a lot of these samples go from person to person to person. So if someone buys a skull, they know where it came from. They sell it to someone else and they're like, This is a vintage skull I'm selling. And then another person buys it for their collection. But then they want, you know, it's kind of, it's like my husband in drums. He buys a drum set he likes and then wants a new one. But he's like, I can't afford another expensive drum set. So he sells off the old one. I feel like it's kind of like that sort of thing, but with human remains.
1: See, with human remains, if I'm buying it, I'm asking that question. It seems like along the way, people are not asking who are collecting Mm -hmm. these items, where it originated from so then they end up just not knowing right after so many hands have gone through
0: and the jeremy paulie case is showing why it's so important to know these questions because how much you're i mean you're going to be held responsible unfortunately for buying things that you don't you might not know the origin of if Mm -hmm. you're buying something that's illegally sourced You're going to be responsible,
1: right? Apparently. So, so she really didn't have a lot of information for you on that. No,
0: no, but was very nice, tried to answer my questions as best as they could.
1: And then another person I reached, and how did you tell her you didn't want that sale after all
0: that? They said, Are you interested? And I said, And then I felt really bad because I'm like, This is, but it was very expensive. So, I was like, Yeah, let me go over my finances and I'll get back to you. And I felt really bad. So then the next time, I didn't tell someone I was interested in buying because I felt really bad. I felt like a big fat liar and I didn't want to get their hopes up. So I didn't do that next time. (laughs) That's what you were suggesting that I do. (laughs) I know. And that's what I did for the other people. And then I felt so bad about it. Eh. I know. It's all for the research. It is. It worked. But then I felt like an asshole. And I didn't think I would feel like an asshole. Somebody else is going to buy it. That's what I figured. So I messaged someone else. They sell a lot of bones, specifically skulls, weird surgical tools. Like, this person didn't specifically sell things that are used in autopsies, but I have found other people that would sell things that are both used in autopsies and bones, which sketches me out. It gives me, like, Candace Scott vibes. Like, kind of the situation of the person who's doing the autopsy is selling the tools. Also, did they get this themselves?
1: Ooh, good point. Did I think, they look new?
0: No. <laughs> okay. Didn't. So I think a lot of people are just happen to be interested in both things, but it did sketch me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. This particular person only sells things that are used in different types of surgeries, like old lobotomy tools or okay, like gynecologic tools. So it was interesting, but it was like these are- I
1: would not want to have an old speculum. But that's just me. But I don't people know, buy the, like a gynecologist
0: wants that. That would actually... That would kind of be cool. They had a lot of medical specimens that were pretty old. That I mean, they seemed old because, like, the hardware had come out, but they had the holes in it where the hinges and stuff had been. Mm-hmm. They had these cadaver search and rescue training aids. What? This is what they said. They had medical bones with significant grease, which grossed me out. But whatever, like, the dogs could find whatever draws the dogs to that scent it was oh, used for that
1: Oh, okay so i'm
0: guessing they were retired because over time they probably lose that scent so they were selling those which i just thought was so interesting that is really interesting and this seller i'm going to call grease monkey because i like the significant grease i'm sticking with that so grease monkey had this really cool skull and i kind of feel bad because this is probably going to identify them but
1: They're cool. We like grease monkey.
0: Yeah. But this guy identified them because it's such a unique specimen that I absolutely had to message them. And they called the specimen Dracula. It had a huge gouge on either side of their temple. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So they were speculating in the post that maybe they had been stabbed through the head at some point. That's pretty cool. It was awesome. It was expensive, but it was a beautiful specimen. That's awesome. Yeah. So... I had to satisfy my curiosity anyway, so I sent them a message, and I asked them about it, and I was just like, I am just so curious about this. Can you tell me anything about where it came from? And they said it was from Eastern Europe, which I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, Dracula is Eastern European, so I'm like, it really is a Dracula Yeah, skull. yeah. And they didn't know how old it was, but they think that they were about 40 to 50 years old at the time of death, and they were probably had been dead for a long time based on weathering and if you look at it you, you can see it looks like a really old skull oh. but again they either don't know or didn't disclose the origin to me but they did they did know a decent amount about it it could just be because they are i think it's a lot of conjecture on their part because they are very knowledgeable about human bones mm-hmm. but it was really really interesting
1: that is really cool
0: yeah, so they have Still, a lot of...
1: again, vague information, mm-hmm. but...
0: But I felt like I learned a lot about mm-hmm. the But spe- They knew where it came from. They knew that it was an old sample. I mean, you can kind of tell, but they seemed to be a little bit more knowledgeable about yeah. the specimen. It is possible that they know, they know more about it and they didn't tell me, but I... They might have if you were going to purchase it, maybe? Right, and I didn't, I didn't want to do that again, so... <laughs> but I did appreciate how much they knew about it. So the final person that eye contact, actually, this was the second person, but I wanted to save the best for last. We're gonna call this person the (laughs) cremains creator. They were selling a pendulum pre-filled with cremains, which was so unique Never seen anything like it. They actually posted it. They have a Facebook business page and posted it on that as well, which I was shocked to see um, because it's public. Mm -hmm. But I, oh my God, I had to know where it was from. So I told him I was interested and asked about whose ashes those were. And they had been asked three times in the comments. The uh, cremains creator did not respond. But that one was a little more under, very, I was sketched out by it, but I'm like, it's very understandable to me why you would not post that, especially when I asked. And they said, these are, (sighs) these are remains from an in-law. A what? (laughs) A
1: what? (laughs) So they really just did not like their in-law. I don't
0: know. It
1: was insane. I would insane. like to know, it mother-in-law,
0: father-in-law? The was it mother in law, father in law? They only said was in law, which I was just shocked. But it felt less sketchy to me because I'm like, okay, well, if this is a family I member. Because you're holding your face because you can't take it. I mean, it's crazy, but it's better than them being like, I don't know, I just found these cremains or some weird shit. I got them in a sketchy place. You know who they were. So. I was just totally shook. I was floored. I really just
1: want to m- know more on the background. Like, are you a divorcee? C? And right. now you just happen to have your in-laws' Oh yeah, I mean, you're like, what the and you're fuck like do I, do I don't these? want them. Let's make them into art.
0: Right. They are a creator. They do a lot of other art things that are interesting, but they did say to me that they, I was the first person to ask about them, and they've been up for months. The pendulum has been up for months, and they were surprised. They're like, I felt like some of the occult people would be interested in it. But I was kind of surprised, too, because it's a really, really unique item. Mm-hmm. But I was also thinking, like you do Reiki, and you use pendulums, right? Yes. I feel like if you're going to be doing some kind of energy practice like that, that the cremains are going to be bad juju. Like I feel like that might not be, what do you think? Yeah, especially from unwanted in-laws. Right, I feel like that's, I think it's a very cool idea if you had loved ones that you wanted to incorporate.
1: I think Pendulum is kind of a bad idea. Like you could put cremains and a lot of other artistic jewelry Mm -hmm. or just other things, but Pendulum to me feels like you, in Reiki, you use a Pendulum to kind of find out where the vibrations are going in your chakras like what Mm -hmm. chakras need to be aligned ones and find out what ones are in alignment i would not want to do that with some
0: cremains that makes sense that makes sense it seems like it might be i don't know if it would give me the right
1: movement are you checking the vibrations of the living person I'm using this Mm. pendulum on or are we checking the vibrations of the past person?
0: That's a great point.
1: And the weight of it may change Mm
0: -hmm. the way the pendulum swings. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I did ask... (laughs) One, because I felt bad. And two, I thought it would be (laughs) a good gift for you. I asked them if they had a plain pendulum that they had made. Uh, had an extra one and I wanted to purchase that mm-hmm. and put something in it for you. Like some, like just ashes or like cement or something and be like, Morgan, look, I got it for you. Oh my God.
1: I mean, it was wonderful that she was honest with you and said it was her in laws, but also I would have lied. Mm hmm. I would have just said, oh, it's a family member and left it at that.
0: Yeah, that's true. I probably would just say family member because I feel like that's bad.
1: In laws. Uh, Yeah, but I was honestly
0: relieved to hear it was a family member rather than somebody that they didn't really know. So that actually reassured me. I'm not sure it reassured me, but to each their own. So that was my things I looked into. Very cool. I want to read. Okay, let's get some information, some background about this last person you messaged. Okay.
1: So I thought I only got a message back from one person, but it looks like I just pulled up my Facebook Messenger, and it looks like I have another one. Oh, hell yeah. So I will say both of these, these are not quite as unique and just a variety of different items like you brought up. Both of these were people who were selling skulls. Okay. I mean, obviously that is a very unique item, but it's not like unique to one person I messaged versus the other. Mm -hmm. Well, first call... The first specimen I'll be talking about, and the people I messaged, we'll call them newbie. Perfect. So I'm about to pull up their message right now. <laughs> Drum roll, please. So newbie messaged me back saying that they got all the skulls from another business on the group. Mentioned that this person was just wonderful to work for, and surprisingly had
0: fast shipping from the UK. Oh. To the US. Wow. And that is all I got. That is great because you got a specific source, which is really nice. And I love that they were so complimentary of the person they bought from. Yeah. I really like the transparency of that person.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. They were really nice. Of course, again, they're going to be nice. They should be nice anyway, but they are trying, I am with a background of they are trying to sell something, mm-hmm. so they're not going to be mean to me. Which I love because I don't want people to be mean to me. Me either. So that's what Newbie sent me. So they give some background. I wish they knew a little bit more. Again, going back to I wish the people who are collecting these items are also asking the questions that I'm asking. Of like specifically, how did this get to your collection and from where?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, like you said, was this medical? Is this uh, like a vintage collectible? Did this somehow come from a museum that shut down? Mm Mm-hmm. Those are, the, those are really what I was trying to get to. Yeah. And I think we were both trying to get to that and didn't get that from Newbie, but very nice, did tell me exactly where they purchased the skull from, but just not originally where the skull was from.
0: Right. And I think a lot of these people, what I'm learning from is they don't know.
1: Yeah, they don't know. All right, next message. So the second message... Or the second seller that I sent a message to, we're going to call him Tooth
0: Fairy. Wait, tell us why we're calling him Tooth Fairy. We're
1: calling him Tooth Fairy because he seems to be obsessed
0: with teeth. I feel like on every single one I looked at after you told me you messaged them. And now now I didn't even think about it. So you said that. Everyone they met, they talked about the teeth. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're a dentist or just like that's their special interest with skulls. It was so interesting. It was funny. I didn't even think about that till you brought it up. So anyway, Tooth Fairy messaged me.
1: Are you ready to purchase a skull? Question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then he was like, Sorry, that was an accidental explanation point. <laughs> and then he messages me again. I have a really great skull that's available that I actually have some history on. Ooh.
0: Did he give you anything else?
1: No. I'm afraid to message back just because he was like, Are you ready to buy a yeah. skull? I'm like, I'm not one hundred percent ready.
0: Yeah. Cause some people are a little more forthcoming with mm-hmm. information and it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like this person's going to be.
1: hmm Oh maybe we'll think on this. We're gonna think on this. Yeah. I may shoot a message back, but I feel like I have to be honest, like yes. I'm really interested. I'm not sure if now is the exact right time for me, financially speaking.
0: Right, yeah, and then they can decide whether or not they want to tell you anyway, yeah, or if they can keep you posted or whatever. They, I was reading through their comments that they had posted when people were asking about origins, yes, and they said you never really get a backstory on a person when it comes to skulls, which I just thought was an interesting blanket statement. So I
1: wonder if he's just not really ever going to give me an explanation when it comes to skulls, right?
0: Yeah, I'm like, I, I I don't know if that's necessarily true, but it seems like they don't get there, especially this person's source. Maybe they don't get a. The tooth fairy doesn't get a lot of information. Yeah. They seem knowledgeable about like teeth and able to understand information from the skull that they're looking at. But that's like their knowledge, I think, not something they were told. Did you notice, though, that they had a minor person's skull on their page? Was this the one you showed
1: me the other night? Yes.
0: Yes. Or no, I think I sent you an infant one. I sent you an infant one. That was somebody else. But someone else, side note, I didn't save this because we were like literally at my dog's birthday party, but had an infant skull for sale, which fucked me up. But this person was selling someone who was an adolescent. Weirdly, that doesn't bother me. Really? I mean, it's already...
1: What's one dead next to another?
0: It's all ash to ash. I don't know. It just fucks me up with adolescents or with children. It just seems more exploitative not that that's necessarily their purpose I don't think that's the case but especially since they can't I think it depends on who's buying it
1: if it's like some weird like pedophile yeah. creepy person yeah I feel like in general though to me at least to me in my opinion it's just another specimen
0: I guess I don't, it makes me feel weird but then you just
1: wouldn't buy it
0: yeah, but it makes you feel weird that somebody has that. And they're like, look, I have a kid's skull.
1: Or they could be like, look at this really interesting specimen of a child's skull in
0: developmental stages. That's true. That is a really good point, because that someone might just be interested more in development. And I guess, yeah, and like you said, what's one more skull to another? I think people's remains should be respected after death, but a lot of these we don't know the origins of, and it's not any different than someone else who didn't consent to their skull Mm -hmm. being saved i feel like most kids would think it'd be cool that's a good point too as i don't think that many kids would be that upset about it i think adults will be more upset about it
1: be like wow so cool you can put my head on a library shelf yeah Yeah, that's true actually coming out of my skull wow
0: (laughs) that would be cool actually
1: (laughs) in conclusion wrapping up our thesis over here (laughs) there's just a lot of holes Mm -hmm. understandably i do understand that but i just think that people should ask more questions from the beginning or we wouldn't end up not knowing anything at all right you know from collector to collector handing them down if they would have just asked more questions in the beginning we would still have more information on where it was originally sourced
0: that is such a good point. That's it, one hundred percent. I don't. And think- honestly,
1: that shit's really fascinating. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. who had this. Why did they have it? What was it for? Who was it from?
0: Yeah, that is part of the intrigue for me. Mm-hmm. And also, to protect yourself, like in the case we were talking about earlier with jeremy Pauly, do you do we know if he knew that these skulls were being sourced from her workplace
1: i don't think he had any idea
0: yeah so i don't even at least from
1: what the information that's come out so far it doesn't seem like he knew and again he probably didn't ask because people don't ask these questions right this just shows
0: not enough this just shows why it is important if you are going to be purchasing human remains that you need to know where they came from you need to ask questions
1: but on the other hand He knew something was up. Like, he's getting, like, Mm full-on skin and bones. He didn't want to ask. He didn't want to know.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is an interesting question of, like, how culpable he is in this, because on one hand, he might not have known that these were fresh from her workplace, and he probably Mm -hmm. didn't know that, but he also maybe it's suspected like you said just didn't want to ask
1: 100 percent,
0: he suspected Mm -hmm.
1: because this is not a normal transaction to be had
0: no i wouldn't expect it came from her like she's harvesting them but i would be fish think something was fishy i don't think the majority of these sellers are have any malicious intent or any sort of like trying to hide their sources i think some are having some discretion with the background i don't think anyone's no, I'm sorry. I don't think most of them are trying to hide anything or are sourcing them from a fucking funeral home. I don't
1: think anything's that extreme.
0: No, I don't think so either. But more, you just point out a really important point that there is not enough questions being asked along the way.
1: So if you're going to buy a skull, ask your questions. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's go through just like short synopsis of the craziest things we saw there. And penis.
1: Our- <laughs> oh, I forgot about
0: the penis. How could I forget? I
1: just like screamed penis. So just a, it was a wet specimen. No, it was that weird piece oh,
0: of artwork that was right. really disturbing. It's Disgusting. What did they do with it? Tell the the class. Um. Do we want do we want to say or do we want to just leave it and let everyone just imagine the worst? Next. <sighs> We
1: talked a little bit about the human skin wallet. <laughs> the infamous. It looks like a leg. I'll tell you, like if you look at your leg and imagine that in wallet form.
0: Yeah, it looks like old. It looks like old skin, like something you'd see in a horror mm-hmm. movie. But it does look like leg it's, skin. It still
1: has like the pinpricks where your hair would grow through. That is so
0: cool and disgusting and awful and wonderful.
1: Like if if you zoom in. I know. I know.
0: Do you have any to share? Oh, I do. Uh, a flogger, a BDSM flogger made of a human femur. Ooh, yes. Which I, I don't have a problem with BDSM. I'm not yucking someone's yum. I have a problem with somebody's human remain being used for, like, a bedroom toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So I have these other ones that I saw, and this, it's not real human skin, but it looks terrifying. There are these, like, human skin masks that are really scary. Thing of nightmares. Like, really disturbing, uh, fabulous mask maker. Mm Mm-hmm. Could be, like, for a movie. Would not want to see that in my bedroom at night. Oh, Death
0: Knot. Death Knot? Death Knot? death knot i have a ch- uh, a disturbing one uh, mummified human fetus i wanted to ask about it but it was a really old post and it was already sold but i was very disturbed by that nobody asked about the origin of that one
1: you know sometimes you don't need to know these things yes yes you do you need to know you do i i don't want to know i don't i didn't know. buy it though so i don't need to know Geometric tattooed pig's foot. Oh, is this like a practice tattoo thing? Mm Mm-hmm. That's actually really cool. But they mail you the pig foot. Mm. That's tattooed. Hmm. Very cool tattoo. I understand needing to do this to like learn tattooing. Because I've heard of them tattooing like often pig skin. Mm Mm-hmm. But to sell it. But genius if he's going to have to do it anyway. Right. So that's a little odd
0: yes this is why they're oddities oddities groups so if you're interested join an oddity oddities group on facebook just type in oddities in the search bar and then you have to answer some questions and make sure that you are coming in for the right reasons and going to obey their rules happy scrolling everybody happy scrolling
1: i'm, I'm really excited I, i'm <coughs> her, ble- Ooh. sorry oh bless your <laughs> bless your <soul. laughs>
0: I think my soul left my body with that one. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at official underscore plot twist pod. Music is courtesy of Matthew Modena and our resources are in the show notes.